hello. I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller. I wish I had a girl who looked good. I would call her. Wish I had a rabbit and a hat with a bat. My voice is in your ear. And you know what that means. It's Monday, motherfucker. I gotta stop swearing so much. I really need to get that under control. But fuck it for now. Uh, it is another Monday. It's Sharp Tongue Podcast, episode 13, I believe. I just got home this morning from Richmond, Virginia. Another red-eye flight straight to podcast because I love you people. I really do. And I just can't sleep unless I get some work done. I go crazy. I feel like I'm a, a, a useless piece of shit if I don't do any work before I go to sleep. So this is probably one of the reasons why I'm single because I work too damn much. But you know what? I'm here for you. And if you're listening to this over your night shift, some of you guys have told me that you listen to this when you have to work that uh, graveyard shift. And some of you tell me that you are an ambulance driver and you listen to this on your swing shifts. And and nurses have told me a lot of people in hospitals are listening. (laughs) So if you are hard at work and my voice is here to soothe you, I feel bad for you because the Syracuse accent is not that soothing. But I've tried to dumb it down so it's not so piercing in your ear while you tune into the Sharp Tongue podcast. I have one correction to make. Someone tweeted this for me from last week, and I appreciate it. From last week's episode with Charlemagne, I said he was on Power. I, I said he was on Hot 97. He is not on Hot 97. He's on the Breakfast Club show on Power. I can't even fucking talk on Power 105.1. So I apologize for that confusion i also was doing the show last week off of a red-eye flight lesson learned get some sleep before you do work bitch you need to flip the script a little bit um yes i was in richmond virginia at the funny bone what a fun time what a blast we had it was um very eclectic crowds very diverse i love that very very mixed a lot of different people in one room, and I love that shit. I love it. Um, I had a great time. I had to work on new material, which is the most painful thing as a comedian to do. You have to step out of, out of your comfort zone of the jokes that you know work and go into the new territory of the ones that don't work yet. And, man, it feels like a gut punch when a joke doesn't work. You really, you know, when a joke doesn't work, you question your ability to be funny, even though the percentage of what isn't funny is lower than what is funny, if that makes sense. So essentially, what isn't working is the, is the lower majority of what is. So it's, but it's just difficult because the only way to make jokes work, it, the only way to, to, to work on them is on stage. So you have to fail in front of everybody before the joke starts to work. So, you know, if you don't do stand-up comedy, just know that. But look at me trying to apologize for having a joke that didn't work. Fuck it. You know, it's just, it's painful, though. When jokes don't work, it's painful. That's what I'm trying to say. My armpit smells so bad. I got that, like, air airplane pit. Whoo, damn, girl. You got to put some deodorant on these things when you walk into the airport especially at LAX you cannot be walking around LAX like a slob you never know when you're gonna see like I don't know who's the guy who's always tan George Hamilton I don't know why I would want to impress him in the in the airport but I'm just saying you know you never know who you're gonna run into what if I run into like 
Ch- Channing Tatum and his hot wife and I and I bump into him and I smell like I have airplane armpit. He's not going to want to talk to me. So that's just one reason for everybody to keep their shit together in the airport, especially when you're in major airports. Make a bathroom stop. Clean your armpits. Brush your teeth. Throw some dry shampoo in your hair. I, I mean, honestly, I got home this morning and I looked in the mirror and I was like, well, goddamn, you look like an escape convict. They should catch your ass. I, I looked like I looked like Charlize Theron from the movie Monster. That's really what I looked like. That's exactly what I looked like when I when I looked in the mirror when I got home. And then I asked myself out for dinner. <laughs> oh, my mom came to visit Nancy. Nancy Finley came to visit in Richmond, Virginia. So sweet of her. She drove 10 hours to come see her baby do stand-up comedy. She drove 10 hours from Syracuse, New York to Richmond, Virginia with her boyfriend, Bab. Bab Rust, he came down with Nancy Finley. And, you know, they had a really good time. My mom broke her fucking foot. That's such an older lady injury, isn't it? She, she stepped off a curb and broke her foot. I was standing, I watched the whole thing happen. She... She just stepped off the curb and then she was like, making all these noises. I'm like, are you okay? Are you doing a remix in the street right now? What's happening? Broke her fucking foot. Broke her foot. Now now she's going to be complaining about her goddamn foot for the whole fucking summer. I feel bad for my sister in Syracuse has to deal with it. (laughs) Hun, I can't. Can you just get the thing for me? Get me the box to wine. I can't walk. My foot is broken. And you know, it, I think it's hilarious that when you break your foot, it, whenever you tell somebody that, they're like, well, can, doctors can't do anything for you. No, nothing they can do for your foot. And that's crazy to me because you can literally have a heart transplant. You could have somebody else's heart put into your body, literally them changing the engine of your body, a total transmission change. But you break a toe, you're shit out of luck. That, that supersedes our technological capabilities. You want a new kidney? We can hook that up. Did you break your, your big toe? Well, we can't do shit for you. Did you need a new eyeball? Yeah, no, we can make you a new eyeball. Do you want to see a 3D image of your baby inside of your stomach? Yeah, I can show you a 3D image of your baby. Oh, did you break your pinky toe? Not here. You've come to the wrong place. <laughs> shit is crazy to me. But I, I feel bad for my mom. I'm sitting here making fun of her. That's just what happens. That's how I deal. I make fun of everything. Uh, she's her foot is black. Hey oh, get 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 you some of that, ma. Um, but she she's uh she's a trooper. She's a real trooper, and she's gonna be complaining the whole fucking summer. So everybody, just send me your send me your 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 thoughts and prayers so I can deal with Nancy Finley with a broken foot. We had you know one thing about Richmond, Virginia. I'll say the food was delicious. I don't know what you guys are doing down there, but damn, like even the, the, I went to, um, Cheesecake Factory, which is usually a place I go to when I'm on the road, just because it tends to be in all the cities that I'm traveling to. And I know Cheesecake Factory, this one was delicious. I was surprised. It tastes so good. And then I went to a place called the Silver Diner in Richmond. It just delicious food. Y'all, y'all are doing the, doing the damn thing with the food. So thank you for that. I also had, I brought back 
a fanny pack. I'm, you know, I rock a fanny pack. Because when you travel a lot, a fanny pack, you know, you can only bring two things on the plane. You can only bring two items. And Fozzie came with me this weekend because he's feeling a little bit better because he's been fucking Winnie. So ever since he's been getting some booty, his heart all of a sudden out of nowhere is working mysteriously better. So I brought him with me. And um, uh, this motherfucker just came running out of nowhere to scare the shit out of me. (laughs) So because I travel with Fozzie, he counts as a carry-on. And I also have a bag. So that's all I can bring on the plane unless I have to check something. And I'm not paying the airline 25 fucking dollars for you to take a bag. What is this bullshit? And then, and then when you book a, a ticket, sometimes there aren't any seats available. And the only seats that are available for you to choose from are the ones, the economy plus. Oh, economy plus. I get two extra fucking inches. You know, give me a break. Two extra inches isn't going to do shit unless it's in a specific area in my body. Okay. I don't care if my knees have two extra inches. Let's talk about my kitty cat and, and the the man I'm dating. Let's put the, let's put the inches there. So I have to bring Fozzie in a bag. I have to bring my bag and that's all I can bring. So a fanny pack is a perfect little bag that you can hide under your shirt and you can put all your little, you know, you stuff that thing full of your ID and whatever else you need. I'll put those little teeny bottles of liquor in them because I'm a grown ass woman and I know how to travel. I'm a pro traveler. I buy those little nips, those little homeless man nips. I put those in my fanny pack and it's a leather fanny pack. It used to be my mom's. And it's from the 80s. And it's, it's you know, legit as a fanny pack can get. It's probably one of the first fanny packs that was ever created. It's all old and shit and threadbare. And I, w- when I saw my mom when she was in Richmond, Virginia, I had my fanny pack on because I, I don't fuck around. And she's like, is that my fanny pack? And I was like, yeah, mom. You, I've had it for years. You, you're now just noticing that I have your fanny pack. And she's like, well, I might want it now. This bitch, just because I touched it and put some value on it, she, she wants it. Now it's like it's like when you touch something, the mean the moment you touch touch something, you put value on it. And she's just like a Doberman, and I touched a ball, and she's like, "Well, I want that ball. I want to play with that ball now." So I'm sorry, Nancy, you're not getting your fanny pack back. You just stay at home with your broken foot and focus on that. I'll send you a new fanny pack, but you're not getting this vintage one, girl. I'm sorry. You don't deserve it yet. Once you get that gimp foot all healed, we'll talk. Okay. All right, lady. We'll talk. Fozzie is whining. You are such a little bitch. This dog, he gets, he's so well fed. He got salmon this weekend, steak. What else did you get? You little shit. I gave you a little bit of bacon because the vet said that was okay. And would you give me hard on? all weekend with your Viagra pills. Jesus Christ. Can't even handle it. You little shit. What am I going to do with myself? I'm, I'm smelly. I'm, I have a little bit of jet lag. I'm trying to date Bradley Cooper. Like how are things going to happen for me with all this? <laughs> I think Bradley Cooper's single. I would be a cute girlfriend for him. I'd be so fun. And like, you know, I'm not like so hot but I'm pretty damn cute and I'm funny and I don't need his money. Like, come on now. I'm an independent woman and I'm adorable and funny. What more does he want out of life? Can he stop dating these 19 year old twats? I've been around the block. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll show you my American sniper. 
Um, okay. This is just ridiculous. What's happening? Uh, what, what, what happened this week? Some huge shit happened this week. SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, ruled in favor of legalizing gay marriage. Huge, huge news. I don't like to get too topical, but I feel like this is going to be, you know, this is just a huge moment in American history for everybody that that that's amazing first of all it's like okay finally the gay people can marry i think it's great and anybody who is against that you're just a dickhole you're really just a dickhole if if you start talking about well it's it ruins the sanctity of marriage and it's against god's way fuck you if that's how you really believe and you're listening to this podcast just please still listen to it but <laughs> Seriously, just fuck off, man. I think everybody has a right to love who the hell they want to love. And I think it's amazing. And I'm happy for all my gays and my straights. This is a big thing for everybody. And it's just, I think it's a shame that it has to come down to a a legal ruling. It's got to feel like shit to know that a bunch of white men are in charge of laws that that affect your love life i just think it's so archaic but obviously that's why it got changed and it's a huge moment in history and i'm gonna go find a gay guy and marry him you know i think i just i just want to marry a gay guy one of my my best friend matt sour from syracuse new york is one of my we, we were best friends in high school one of my oldest friends he's an adorable gay man and we always said that we were going to get married if it didn't work out for us in our lives (laughs) and work Maddie, we're closing in on that shit. You better, you better buck up. You can wear the dress if you want to, honey, but we better really start considering this and we can make babies and not have to deal with, you know, finding a significant other. Cause it's just, it's hard out there, whether you're straight or gay. Okay. It's difficult. And Bradley Cooper, I hope you're listening to all this and I hope you've dumped whatever model you're dating because, you know, I don't care if she speaks six languages. The most important language is dick. And she doesn't speak that nearly as fluently as I do. Um, <laughs> speaking of dick, uh, this week's guest is one of my new favorite people in my life. I have, a, you know, a few people who make me laugh, gut laugh. And I've mentioned this before. He is one of them. He is half of the Adam Ray podcast about last night. He is the other half, the better half, the bigger half, so to speak, Mr. Brad Williams. And he's a hilarious comedian. Check him out. If he is in a city near you, go see him. He is hilarious. And he's a dwarf. How dope is that? I have a dwarf friend. I can check that off my equal opportunity friendship list. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview with the hilarious and huge personality that is Brad Williams. I'm going to resist the urge to fart because the chair already sounds like it's doing it. Yeah. Those leather chairs. Welcome to my home. Jessamy Peluso. I, I I feel like I should have been stroking a cat, <laughs> like like when you walked in, just because like welcome to my lair, 
So it's so nice of you to join me here. If you were stroking a cat, I wouldn't think anything of it. That's the thing about being a little person is that whatever I do, people think that that's what all dwarves do. Because <laughs> people don't know any other little people besides me. What's the most like... What's like the worst shit people have said to you? Oh god! Like, does it happen all the time? First of all. Oh yeah. Um, like, the, do people want photographs with you? Yeah, they want fo- they, they want photographs, or they just like people just forget I'm a I'm a dude. Like it's like okay, yeah. like I'm a 35 year or not 35. I'm thir- I'm a 31 year old man. Like I'm <laughs> I'm a man. Okay, like I'm a dude. So yes, I'm four feet tall. But when like. Like, people see me after shows, and if you ever pat me on the head, I swear to God, (laughs) I will take any blunt object and just repeatedly drive it into your face. I rub your head. See, that's good. I like the rub. I that's not like I'm not doing that because no, you're my pet. No, you're just doing it to be sexual. It's a, it's, that's all. You're just doing it to turn me on. <laughs> I'm doing it as affection. Exactly. Yeah. You're, you're you're trying to get my little leg going. Your like, other leg. Your yeah, third leg. Like I'm a dog. Like I'm just gonna start <laughs> kicking the leg. Like ah, it's a spot. Yeah, I, I I get when you do it, uh, or I I get when any uh woman like rubs my head. But when you literally like pat the top of my head, like like good boy, people do that. Oh my god. Oh, and people that like just meet me, like people like people that take pictures with me after the show, then go like, thanks for the picture, pat Shut pat. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Now, do you think? Do you think it's like a combination of things? Like one, it could be they're completely retarded. That's. Always a possibility. Actually, I hate to say that word because then people are like, oh, what's re- re- there are people who are actually retarded. And then, yeah, okay. and so, then okay, guess so what? They would probably pat my head because <laughs> they, they, they would probably see the top of my head and go, it's knowing it's off. It's okay. I'm going to pat it. So do I, don't know why I, do, I don't know why they do the deaf voice, but whatever. Uh, it was close. It was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think they also just don't know? Yes, that – I understand that as well. But then don't do anything. Right. Well, then it's funny because uh, I had a person not too long ago take pictures of me um, after the show, and they were so concerned about if if it's offensive, if they stand up, or if they, like, crouch down for the picture, which, honest to God, I do not give a shit. Did they ask you? Yes, they said, okay, is is it okay if I stand? Is it okay if I crouch? Like, what's the proper Does that piss you off when they ask you? No, not not at all, because people don't know. But then, but then, we, I, I told them, I don't care, take whatever picture you want to take, and that's fine, standing, kneeling, whatever. (laughs) But then they patted me on the head. Like, they, like, they were so, like, in tune with, like, okay, standing, crouch, What's offensive? And but then, then they like, just did the most offensive. Yes, thing. and then they're like, "Oh, thank you, thank you so much. Who's a good, who's a good comedian?" Oh my god. Yeah. Man. So I and but every time that happens, like sometimes I've I've, I've literally like grabbed hands like as they you were have? about oh, oh like so, dope. so badass just like <laughs> like <laughs> like I'm the fucking Wolverine. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, I'll, I'll like grab that and I'll just like be like, "Dude, do not pat my head." Like that's. Like that's the one thing I don't mind if a fifty-eight-year-old uh, overweight divorcee like rubs my head in her boobs and makes Listen, don't talk to me and no, makes don't jokes. Don't talk about me like that, okay? No, well, I mean I'm not fifty-eight. You look amazing, though. <laughs> you look so good. I've never been married. There's yeah. so many lies <laughs> in that observation. Yeah, like I, I, I don't mind that when, when, when grandma's like, "Oh, the things I would do to you." That's like, okay, that's funny. There's fun in that. Yeah, it's fun. But when, like, I just don't like the pat on the head. I, I fucking hate that. Has that been like a thing like your whole life? Yes. Ever since you were a little kid. Yes. It must have been like being a little kid on its own is a Mm -hmm. fucking pain in in the ass. And then let alone you throw in 
the fact that you are quote unquote different yeah, from yeah, everybody. Yeah. Oh, here's what I would do. And I would literally, and every school year, at the beginning of every school year, I would go up to the front of the class. I would read this book called Thinking Big, which is a chul- which is a children's book about uh, uh about dwarfism. And then I really and, yes, and then I would like go over like the do's and don'ts. Like okay, like okay, yes, you could talk to me about it. Whatever. Do not fucking pat me on the head. I of course said fucking in uh, yep, the, in, uh, in, in the second, second grade. grade. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, jinx. Yeah, damn it. Well, I have a coke in there. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, like I, I I would do that, and I and I would give each class like a little prep, like okay, this is the deal. This, I'm not I'm not contagious. You Did know? your parents enlist you to do that, or was it something that you yeah. guys both spoke about? Yeah, my mom wanted me to do that. My my my, my dad just said go to school, and then if a kid makes fun of you, punch him in the mouth. I like, like your dad's approach. Yeah, my oh my dad. Well, my dad's approach got me in trouble a few times. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing a joke about this in my act now, but like l- literally, I got sent to the principal's office on the very first day of school. You did? What yeah. grade? Uh, ki- uh, kindergarten. Because <laughs> this kid walked up in the first, like right out of the gate. You know, he's trying to be the alpha. You know, he's hey, trying. He's trying to. Uh, he's trying to establish the pack leadership and like starts to like make fun of me. Like right, like even before school starts, like before, we're, like we're just playing blocks or whatever. And uh, <laughs> this kid just starts making fun of me. And my and, and my dad always taught me. He's like, when a kid makes fun of you, you immediately make fun of them back, hit them back, and hit them back harder than they hit you verbally. Yeah, verbally. Right. So and like that's why. Like, he, my dad essentially trained me to be a comedian because he would make fun of me from, like, age three or four. And, like, but then tell me, okay, hit me back with something. He was doing it to make you so you were yes. resilient to it? Yes. Because wow. my dad's tall and my mom's tall. Like, they're like, like they're not dwarves. So, so my dad knew, like, oh, crap, my son's going to be made fun of a lot. That's pretty so, smart. Extremely intelligent. I thank my dad, like, every day for that. Uh, so the, the kid comes up and starts making fun of me, and I and I immediately I had overheard a conversation earlier about him talking about his his parents are like splitting up, and, and this is and this is in kindergarten. This is in kindergarten. Are you sure this wasn't your first day in jail? This sounds heavy. <laughs> and then I shanked him <laughs> with my spork. I, I, I made I made a shank out out, out of some play doh. Spork. I, I put some, I put the play doh into a shank. I put it in the oven. It hardened. Oh, so now, you gotta so put now the I have a shank. Yes, exactly. Yeah, there's a whole process. No, well, like I, it was this. It was the thing. The thing where I, he, he talked about yeah, mom, yeah. Daddy's living somewhere else, and but 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 like, and he's going through the divorce right there. So then I start making fun of the fact that his parents don't live together anymore. You remember this? Oh, vividly, because I got sent to the principal's office, and like wow. I was, and then the principal was like, "I'm gonna call your parents," and I was like, "Do it." You're like, they're the ones who told me to do yeah, this. Fantastic. Fine. They're, they're gonna give me a high five. Yeah, you're back. Yeah. So my, so the principal called my dad and explained to him what happened, and my dad's like, "Yeah, that's exactly what I told him to do. Call me when you have a real problem. Click." <laughs> and, then, and then like a dick like a dick i just i i i go that's my dad and then i turn to the kid who was in the office and i go see that's what a dad does and, <laughs> ah, oh my god because this was gone fucking waterworks with that kid uh, do you remember that kid yes his name his name was eddie alvarez wow oh yeah isn't it funny how you remember people i have a damn enemies list just yeah of course <laughs> i bet i bet you do i do like yeah. So you have siblings. Yeah, I have uh, one sister uh, who is also tall. I'm, I'm the only dwarf in the family, not adopted. In the whole family. Yeah. I've, How rare. Yeah. Of a like. 
Well, what, what is the genealogy behind that? Uh, it's recessive gene, but it's also a mutation. So that's it, awesome. So it can pop up randomly. You're an X Man. I am an X Man. That's so, so cool. Fuck Dinklage. <laughs> yeah. Fuck Dinklage and X Men United. Whatever. I w- uh, I was the original X Man. <laughs> Days of Future Past can kiss my ass. I, I went to that premiere. Of course you did. Yeah. Of Dinklage walked right did. by. He had a beautiful girlfriend with him. Oh, cool. well, we Tall all, we Amazonian all do. chick. We all have beautiful yeah, right? girlfriends. <laughs> All the dwarves have beautiful girlfriends. We all, we, we all, all can, do. we all contrast and compare. <laughs> I get, I get on a, I get on a group Skype with uh, Dinklage and uh, Wee Man, and we just go over our conquests that that week. We just like, hey, what'd you do get? Do people say that to you? Do they go? Do you guys all hang out? Uh, and I can't get mad because we do. Like. <laughs> <laughs> We do. Like I text Wee Man all the time. I don't know Dinklage. I'll oh, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't I don't know him. So funny. But I text Wee Man all the time because like we we both are going through the whole kind of show business as a little person thing. We, we yeah, compare you both stories. Are in the industry. Yeah, and then also we tell each other stories. When see, it used to be everyone just thought that I was Wee Man. Everyone, <laughs> everyone would just mistake me for him all the time. You're cuter. And thank you. Well, I'm like 15 years younger. Yeah, I should like, be. Yeah. Uh, so I would tell, I, I would tell him about those stories. But then my stock started to rise a little bit, and especially since uh, my one-hour Showtime special, Brad Williams Fun Size, aired and continues to air. Uh, check your lo- uh, local listings Bam. for re-air times. Get that um, shit. Ever since like that started happening, now he has stories about people coming up to him going, Brad Williams. And I'm like, suck it. I wish that, <laughs> how does it feel? You've been living in your shadow forever, Yeah, exactly. How does it feel? So, yeah, we call and we like uh, compare stories like that. So, yeah, uh, me and uh, Jason. His real name is Jason Jay- Acuna. Man's name is Jason? Jason, uh, Jason Acuna. Acuna? Yeah. What is that? Mexican. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he's a little Mexican midget. He's <laughs> <laughs> a Mexican midget. Yeah, he's a mixing midget. Uh, oh my god! You you make them the same way you make uh, shrinky dinks. Uh, you, you just uh, put them in the oven, like the whole, yeah. See, that'd be offensive if he was Jewish, but he's not. It'd be so, offensive if somebody else so, said it. Yes, so it's funny. How great is it to get away oh, with that? It. How much of it. your set is now? I've known you mm-hmm. since I met Adam Ray. Yep. Adam Ray and I are. My podcast partner, at Adam Ray. So it kind of makes About me your, last night. Yeah, so it kind of makes me your brother-in-law. Yeah, we're totally, you're totally my brother-in-law. Right. How much of your set is? Do you talk about dwarfism? I talk about it like right off the bat. I have to. Let's get it out of the way. Let's go. Let's do that. And then I'll go off into other topics. Uh, right now I'm, I'm doing this big old uh, race chunk. I got a, a relationship chunk that I'm doing. Um, but it, it's weird because there'll always be hints of it. Like I'll make asides and like if something's funny that I could do a, a little added joke to or an added tag of me being a little person. Wrapping then, it all around. Sure, you. yeah. Because my perspective is always going to be that of a little person. I, right. I don't know how to write jokes as a six foot two <laughs> strapping individual. I don't. So I'll never be like, you know, I, I can't do that perspective. So it'll always have ties with dwarfism, but it's not like I don't go on stage and for and for an hour go, I could take a bath in a thimble. <laughs> <laughs> I use that joke. It sounds so cozy. <laughs> right? Uh, I use that joke because one time um, I got off stage and a comic was like, I'm going to write a bunch of jokes for you. And I go, okay, great. And the one that he was oh, most God. proud of was that I 
could that I should go on stage and tell everyone I could take a bath in a thimble. And I go, okay. So you're like, that's, you're just a bad joke. Writer. Yeah, you're just a bad joke. Writer. <laughs> you're horrible. That's just horrible perspective. Yeah, no exactly. one can fit in a thimble. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Put me in something that I could almost fit inside. Of. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> like your mom's <laughs> pussy. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jessamay. I was I was, was going to go shoebox, but then you topped it. <laughs> Shoebox? You topped it. Well, it is a box of sorts. It is. Uh, absolutely. We keep our shoes up there. I mean, if we could comfortably, I'm sure a woman oh would. Oh, my God. Can you imagine if Just a woman could keep, could keep shoes up there? That's where y'all would put your heels Not at the, the, heels, at the end of the night. Okay, flats, flats for the end of the night when you're drunk and you're yes. walking to your car and you're doing the new the newborn baby deer walk. Yes. And then you take out your flats. The, the baby giraffe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just stumbling back to your car. and then. Do you, um... Do you pick up chicks the way all the other comics do after shows? Yeah. You guys just clean house. We're animals. We're It's so Do you think it's easy cuz you guys animals. are so fucking when you're funny it's easy. When that and what you do on stage most of the time is a a funny and uh, uh my friend Ralph Garman uh name dropping. Uh my friend Ralph Garman has a, a saying uh make him laugh, make him breakfast. And that's pretty smart. It's and it's pretty damn accurate. But except for no comics know how to make breakfast. Yeah, I was gonna say no. And there's no food in, in any comics fridge no, ever. No, so <laughs> you have cook. 37 bottles of coconut water. Yes, I I, I have all <laughs> per the request all of beverages. Joe Rogan. <laughs> yes, I have all beverages in my house. If if like I think I, I think I have a, a granola bar somewhere. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so it, it, it's the fact that we're funny and the fact that we're on stage. And when you're on stage. Oftentimes you're revealing a lot about yourself. Yes. And so women see that and go like, oh my God, he's so he's honest. Sensitive. He's sensitive. He's so honest. He just, he just, he puts himself out there. He's very in touch with his emotions. He talked about his father. He has a positive relationship with his father. I told you, I always need, my next boyfriend has to have a positive relationship with his father. And so, yeah, it's all, it's all that combined. That, uh, and, and, and if you're in even halfway decent looking, you're good. You're you're just so you hit tail good. on the road. Yeah, of course you do. <laughs> of course you do. And and it's weird because some sometimes it's the comic thing. Sometimes it's women that li- literally want a uh, to 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 bang a little person. That's, do you find that? Oh fuck yes, so you're much. You're cleaning house. You're, you're you're capitalizing on it. Yeah, so much. People are like, yeah, it's, it, it's like this new bucket listing for chicks. Is they want is, is they want to bang a little person. See now you could fit in a bucket. That would have been the joke. <laughs> See there 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 you go. <laughs> There you go. I can fit in a bucket. It, Idiot. It puts the dwarf in the basket. Yeah, yes. <laughs> there it is. We got there. Yeah. It puts the dwarf in the but, basket. Yeah, which, which sounds like an adorable Fisher-Price commercial. <laughs> do, <laughs> but do. like, so yeah, so it's like my first uh, my first serial killer set. Yes. It puts the dwarf in the basket. Uh-huh, anyway. Totally. Moving on. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, like... They have they have this little bucket list thing, and then some people sometimes I love when people try to make me feel guilty. Like Brad, don't you know they're just sleeping with you because you're a little person? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Who cares? Yes, I yes I am, and I'm cool with that. But they're exploding with you're they're exploding you. I'm coming. <laughs> okay. How they're exploiting my balls? Yeah. How am I being exploited at the moment where I'm going? Uh, like I, I'm not. <laughs> I'm not, not exploiting me. They're exploding me. You're exploding me. Exactly. <laughs> Ex close. Yeah. It, it, that's that's what they're doing. So. And it's like, well, now they're banging me because I, because I'm a little person. In high school, they weren't banging me because I'm a little person. So this is the you're, you're this is the nerd's revenge. Absolutely. So, was high school like? Were you the only dwarf in your high school? I, actually, no. There were three. What? Yeah. Well, there, I didn't have one in my school. Oh, you unlucky son of a I bitch! I know. I know. We had three. Uh, a br- a brother and a sister. 
and uh, w- which is weird because when the when the sister got there, everyone was like going up to the brother, like, "Dude, did you see the hot dwarf chick?" He's like, "Yeah, that's my sister, asshole." <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna, yeah. Um, that's is. I feel like that's a rare a rarity. Um, yeah, it is. I mean, if two dwarfs are the twins? no, no, no. Wow. Um, if two dwarfs are together and they make kids, then it's a. Uh, 50% chance it's 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 going to be a dwarf. So if they have a lot of kids, they'll they'll probably have they'll right. probably have multiple dwarfs in the family. Um but yeah, but then I got to the school the same time that the sister was there, the brother was older. And uh then everyone was pressuring us to date, but we had known each other since like day 1. So yeah. it's like, uh, it's like dating no. your sister. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it, it was like dating my sister. So like I think I took her to a dance once and it was the dance where like the girls ask the guys. Uh, some people called it girl date. Some people called it ski, like Sadie Hawkins, I call it whatever. A waste of time. Yeah, right. Just, my, I want to be. I want to be a princess. I want to be me. wooed off my feet. Yeah, somebody yeah. woo me. Yeah. <laughs> so like we did this thing where um, uh, she dre- like you're supposed to wear matching outfits at this dance. So oh we're supposed to wear like a Hawaiian theme, whatever. So I wore this white Hawaiian halter top and she wore the same thing, but as a, <laughs> like as a button up shirt, I threw on a blonde wig. She put on a backwards white uh, baseball hat, which I was totally rocking at the time because I, I actually did like Limp Biscuit, and, and I wanted to you look like all, Fred Durst. You did Durst. it all for the nookie. Yeah. Mock me all you want, people. I had, <laughs> Everyone loved Fred Durst. There you go. There's so many kids wanting the backwards red. Robert Durst, like Fred Durst. Exactly. Fuck that dude. He killed people. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. So we, we went essentially dressed as each other and people literally came up to her going, what's up, Brad? And then like she <laughs> would look at him and be like, not Brad. Not Brad. Not, not Brad. Please. And like, what? And, like they'd freak out. It, 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 it was so much fun. Uh, so it, 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 it was cool to have other little people in the same school. Yeah, that must have been like, I, I would imagine because of the, the percentage yeah. of, the, of the statistic yeah. that it would be difficult to go to a high school where you have, you know, a community. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, tr- and trust me, three is absolutely a community. <laughs> I, would believe, I would believe one would be a community. Right, exactly. Yeah. The way high school is, everyone's such assholes in high school. Mm-hmm. Like, everything's already segregated and clicky. Yeah. So, no, th- that's the thing is, though, is we didn't hang out with each other. Like, we hung out maybe outside of school, like, every now and then. But it's not like a, it, 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 it's not like at lunch there was uh, the math geeks, the jocks, and then o- o- over there the uh, the uh, midgets had a teepee. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that, that's <laughs> the not. The midgets had a teepee? Yeah, I, I, I don't Why know why. Why camping out in the classroom? I don't know why I gave, I don't know why I gave us a teepee. Guys over? Sure, why not? <laughs> Shoe boxes. Uh, yeah, so I don't know why I gave us DP. But, yeah, it's like we, we didn't really hang out um, at, at at lunch or whatever. We were all we were all spread out. Yeah, you got to so like, get a fan out. Yeah. So like Cover a, more territory. Every group had their dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> every group had their mascot. It was perfect. So did you ever have a dwarf girlfriend? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, for, for a while... I thought that's what I was gonna have. I, I, I thought that that's what all I would ever date would be would be dwarf girls. And then I got funny and rich. <laughs> what? <laughs> and tall women just come out the woodwork. Yeah. Yeah. Sorts of women. And then it, it, it's almost as if when I got funny and, and a little bit of money, that's like the rope ladder came flying down from the tall girl's pussy, and I could just <laughs> climb up it, going, "Where has this been my entire life?" <laughs> Uh, so yeah. See how women are? Yeah. Women are such bitches. Uh, I'm okay with it. Little success and money, and we're like, oh, 
my god. Well, th- but that's the thing though is you is men are so simple and easy and like we as long as we have sports center we're fine that it, 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 if you didn't push us nothing would happen. No, I know. Nothing would happen in this world. Like it like we would all just be still living in caves just going like yeah, like you'd be yeah. grunting. There'd be no ling- language. Right. It's like I got I got a cave and meat and I could go outside and and, 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 and play ball and then that and then that woman's going to fuck me later. Yeah. Like that's all you need. And, Done. and then we then we we would have been good. But then women say I'm only going to have sex with the successful guys and then Bill Gates happens. Okay? <laughs> Like, and then Bill Gates has temperature-controlled rooms in every every room of his house. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> he doesn't do that for himself. He does that for pussy. He does it for pussy. Elon <laughs> Musk, same thing. Oh, yeah. He, want, he does it for the Musk of pussy. <laughs> I mean... He, he, he made Teslas for a pussy. He did. He did. He, he wanted did. to impress some girl. He's like, baby, I can make this car run on sunlight. So, so, the way your pussy runs <laughs> on pure magic. This car is going to run on dreams. <laughs> How about that? Done. It's crazy though. I mean, so, yeah. So that I mean, why do you, why do you think I was striving to be successful? Is because when I was in high school, I wasn't getting laid. I I was everybody's friend. How old were you when you first got laid? Twenty. What? Yeah, I didn't lose it for a while, and then uh, so. Wow. Yeah. Right. Twenty, and then. That's. I mean, that blows my mind. Yeah, and it, and it was to a dwarf girl, so. Kudos. That's good though. I mean, yeah. you, you get in. You're like, all right, let me get in. I like this. Let yeah. Me do this. It, it was with, uh, I um, th- I have maybe the most one of the most awkward virginity losing stories ever. Have you told it? Oh yeah. Uh, not on not not on stage before, but like, um, just and I'll summarize briefly in case you heard it on my own podcast, the About Last Night podcast. Don't summarize. Which it. Tell I do with Adam Ray. Okay. So I've been dating this girl for like. Almost two years. This lovely, lovely dwarf woman, and uh, I was a virgin, and I wanted to get in. And <laughs> she's like, no, because she was. Oh, she was very religious, and and when we first started dating, she's like, not until we're married. And I thought that, that was the best I was ever gonna do. So I was like, all right, good, fine, you done. You're gonna hold out for marriage. Oh yeah, and then but then it just got like, uh, I, I, I was you know hormones were raging. All my friends were talking about it. Like this is the best thing ever. It's like I gotta try this. Thing. <laughs> And uh, I, I finally got it to the point where, where she called me up one night, and she's like, "All right, come by the house next Friday. Parents are gone all night. I'm watching the house. Good." And I was like, "Pussy okay. plan." I was like, "Okay, this is the night. This is this, this is the fucking night." So uh, I went out and uh, bought a candle. And uh, <laughs> what is this one we have here? Yeah, this is a seaside bonfire. You bought a seaside bonfire Yankee candle. Yes, I did. Uh, and then feel free to send us candles, Yankee. <laughs> and then uh, so I get to her place and uh, and and we go and we go to her bedroom and then right when we start kind of getting into it, she stops, holds my hand, and goes, "I need you to pray." What? And I go, "Wait, what?" She's like, "I need you." To pray to God and tell Him that we're doing this uh, because we love each other. We're doing this in honor of Him. So I need you to pray to God right now and ask Him for forgiveness for what we're about to do. And I, and I go, uh, okay, okay. And you're and this a dude. Is in the middle of you guys already fooling around. Yeah, and we've already fooling around. So I'm looking Her down, and horrible. the soldier is ready. The soldier's like, "Hey, are we doing this shit?" Like. Uh, like I'm at attention. I'm good. So I <laughs> I'm go, pitching the tent. Yeah. So I go. Don't worry, buddy. We're doing this. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I mean, hell. First, first, first rule of improv is yes and, right? Yeah. So I, 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 I say <laughs> yes, and I will pray to him now. And so we, I, I, we get down on our knees, not in a sexy way, 
and we're like holding each other's hands and she like looks at me like okay pray and i all right so i start praying to god what you say I, have you ever prayed to god before this moment yeah i i had you know uh for a test or something yeah, right for some like you know or or, or, or like just trivial stuff yeah or, or, or i wanted the lakers to win another championship you know right, stuff, okay. stuff, stuff, a lot of people pray for that valuable things yeah um so i i'm t- i'm praying to god out, out loud like hey god i know we're not supposed to do this <laughs> But we're, we're doing it because we love each other, and we're doing this to honor you instead of despite you. And, and I did this you whole long like prayer, Reeves. and uh, hey, I'm doing it to like honor you. Whoa! <laughs> I talked to God before sex, <laughs> or did I? <laughs> um, yeah. So I did this whole awkward prayer to God, and and to to and then out loud. Yes, and because oh. I'm a young. 20 year old dude i look down and hey soldier's still good to go he is? he's still oh, ready praise god yeah, yeah praise, praise me to lord. jesus praise lord so yeah that that was my losing my virginity story where i actually was forced to pray did you say oh god when you came oh absolutely <laughs> and, 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 and then she's like exactly <laughs> you know that that's the point of this you're getting it <sighs> yeah and then um about Two months later, I'd st- I had started stand-up uh, when I was 19. So, then, like, two months later, uh, I was I was going to go on the road and do a tour, like, actual tour. Yeah. And she told me, and, and she, she's like, oh, yeah, but if you go on tour, we're not going to be able to hang out. So, you got to, like, what what are you going to do? This little stand-up tour, or are you, you going to be dating me? And I go, the stand-up tour. So, peace. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> Done. Out. You can't. You, as a chick, it's really dumb to do ultimatums. Uh, n- never do an ultimatum. Because you're not. There's never so many other people. Because there's always another train coming. There really is. There's all like don't. That think. You won't have to pray to come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Oh, that's good. Uh, yeah. So yeah. So when you give me the ultimatum like that, no, it's just not. It's just not gonna happen. So yeah. Then I started. Uh, I think the next girl I dated was a five foot eleven volleyball player from what? from USC. So I recovered nicely. <laughs> you cleaned house. Yeah, I like being funny. It it, it helps. <laughs> it really does and help. And you're cute. I mean that you know. I am freaking adorable. <laughs> it, and modest. Yeah, very modest. The most modest, humble person you'll ever meet by far. Um. Yeah, so all 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 that certainly helps. Now, now, but I, I'm always curious, like when female comics are on the road, like you, like you could go out and you can find a dude after every show if you wanted to. Yeah, but it's not like as a woman, it's so much different because sure, I, I am a masculine type woman. Yeah, you know because I have to be because what I do, and you mm-hmm. know we're on the road. Whenever right. we're on the road, we're on the road alone. So yeah. I have to be, I have to take care of myself. Yeah, I want to be hunted. I don't want to be the hunter. Okay. And to be hunted when you're alone, you don't have the quality girls to sort of like swoon around you when the wrong hunter comes around. That's true. I don't have that on the road. Right, right. Like you would literally have to bring your gaggle with you. Yeah. And like be there at shows and like do that little move the little, where they yeah. all, where where they all talk wink about it. And then it. they yeah. swarm around you and you're protected by the flock. Absolutely. And yeah. It's just like. You know what? And that makes sense because you're also on the road. So you're in a, you're, you're not in your apartment or my apartment and i'm in a a hotel which it's it's more dangerous for chicks absolutely and it's like i don't i don't really i don't just bone dudes (laughs) you know i don't just bone dudes like that that's good that that, that's good now 
now have you met someone on like a on like a Thursday and then like by <laughs> Sunday oh, when, no, all weekend? Yeah, like and then and then when you're about to leave, you're like, you know what? You earned this. That, <laughs> have you done have have you done something like that? You don't have to answer if you want to. That's only happened but I was out of the country. Oh, well then it doesn't count anyway. Yeah. Yeah. They, well <laughs> I think every girl when they go out of the country, they they, they just it have that count. pass. Yeah. They're like, Well yeah, I was I'm in sp- stamping my passport, my pussport. Yeah. I was in Spain. Like that like <laughs> it that's, doesn't count. It's yeah, a different time zone. That's literally all you have to do. Just be like, uh pff, I was visiting I was visiting breakfast. Canada. Yeah. <laughs> That's all. That's all Anytime you have to do. you're in a place where what they eat for breakfast isn't anything you'd ever eat for any meal, that's fine. <laughs> you know, other countries always eat like weird shit for breakfast. It's like locks and, and yeah. shrimp spread. Um, I went to uh, where I went to Brazil a couple of years ago to watch uh, to watch the World Cup. Uh, when Here the women are when it was there, oh, unreal. Unreal. And even the men, women. Yeah. The women. The lady boys the are, are ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and I should know. What? Um, uh, <laughs> but like, yeah, for breakfast, it's like everything was guava flavored. Like, <laughs> like guava flavored everything. Yes, had, I went to a Brazilian restaurant. They had guava butter. Yeah, they had guava butter. They got guava juice. And then they got like fresh guava. And it's like, it's all. I almost expected at any point... When like you're ordering something, like a little Brazilian mascot would like pop up out of nowhere and go with guava. <laughs> Do you want this with guava? Yeah, yeah, with guava. Like, uh, I'll, I'll I'll take the skirt steak with guava. Uh, yes, sure, guava. Put it on guava. there. Guava's great. Yeah. So yeah, uh, yeah. So any place where you, you, you eat a weird breakfast, ladies, you get an absolute. You get an free absolute pass. free pass. There you go. How um. How did you meet Adam? You just reminded me of Adam. You just did something and reminded me of him. How did you okay. meet Adam Ray, my uh, future ex-husband? My your your future ex-husband, my current um, hetero, uh, heterosexual life mate. Yeah, you guys are like so in love. Oh, it's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> so we met each other uh, at first. We met at USC because we we're both going to USC. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then uh, we were both in comedy. There was like four guys that did comedy in USC. One was Adam, the other was me, the other one is Nick Rutherford, who's now a writer yeah. on SNL, Yep. Uh, and then the other one is a guy that, like, stopped. <laughs> like, well, that, that, the percentage sounds about right, about 25% people drop out. Yeah, yeah, so, but he but he was good, I wish he stayed in it. Um, so, it, it, we, we were all kind of bonded together, and then um, I went, I started doing stand-up and was going on the road, and then I came back and actually judged a stand-up competition, and he was a part of it, or what, I, I. Adam was performing. Yeah, or no, I didn't judge it. I hosted it. Jeff Ross and Russell Peters judged it. This is like That's before hilarious. they were huge. Like they were still big, but Jeff not had his huge. Jufro. Yeah, exactly. So uh, and then um, yeah, and that and I, I really that, that was the first time I really saw Adam set, and he talked about a bunch of the stuff in his set that like. I love like he like he had jokes about Ducktales and X Men and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, we're all like talking about nerdy cartoon stuff, nostalgic shit, right? So I was like, this is my dude. So uh, we would hang out and we would always kind of run the same circles. And then I got offered uh, this opportunity to do a podcast in 2012. And I thought, like, who? I don't want to do it by myself. I want a co-host. I want someone to bounce ideas off of. I thought, well, yeah, I'll have Adam Ray do it. And since the podcast, now now we've become now we've become Ozzy and Harriet. You now, guys really are. Yeah, like now when um, we go to the comedy store and we're both there, people see us talking and they go, "Don't you guys talk enough?" It's like, <laughs> no, it's funny. 
we're good. We're or, fine. We're in love. Leave yeah. us alone. Or like we walk up together and pe- and people just go, of course, you know, <laughs> of course they're here together. And I was like, look, we're we're having fun. When you have when you have a friend, you want you want to hang out with them. And there's so many shady people in this business and people that when they talk to you while while you're having a conversation they're they're making they're looking around they're looking around and they're not trying to find someone more important more, important to talk to more famous like, to talk to I, that don't that's not how i want to live my life no so when i i find a person uh like adam that is in the same business as me that i can still that i that we can not say a thing about comedy and, and have cool. and have great conversations or we could talk about it and it's great like that and you trust him because yeah. he's funny trust you because you're funny yeah that's, it's you know that's invaluable like yeah. those sorts of friendships especially in this industry where you feel like there's a lot of people who are opportunistic and absolutely you know, they're, they're just out there being i trust very... adam ray he has dick pics of mine in his phone and he's Aww. like got it and he's like all right i mine trust too. you man no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I feel like that's the new Blood Brothers. <laughs> show, like, show, fl- sharing shit, dick shit. Yeah, I can't yeah. even say it. Share, sharing dick pics? Yeah. <laughs> I said dick shit. Yeah, uh, which, is, which is something if you eat the wrong guava in, in Brazil. <laughs> you get dick shit. You totally get the dick shits. Don't do it. It's not fun. Um, so, yeah, like, because like, oh, it used to be, like, men and boys would, like, cut their hands and, like, grasp their palms be like we're blood we're blood brothers now it's like all right i send you a picture of my dick don't do anything with it you know now it's like trusting you just it's almost like you do it just to see if you can trust them yeah absolutely and then if you go to a, a revenge porn website and there's your dang you know there's a dick just hanging out there you're like all right you're like well damn it damn it now i gotta break up and write this revenge porn website and get this shit taken off uh every time i see you two i just smile it makes me smile well yeah because it's like we're both like oh, adorable. We're both fun guys. We're we're like that's why I want him on the podcast. He's not he's not a miserable dude. And he doesn't have an ego about him. His ego no. is used utilized to be funny. Yeah, I, I mean his his ego is knowing he's the best looking guy with the best hair. Yeah, he's like, got great hair. He's got he's got great hair. Great brow structure. Great brow structure. Uh, My so favorite is he, when you guys is. were walking. I was at the Laugh Factory a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago. I was standing outside. Whitney Cummings was there and mm-hmm. a couple other comics. And we are just sitting there shooting the shit. And you guys were walking down the street towards Laugh Factory in yeah. Los Angeles, California. Yeah. And it was a very muggy night. So the air was filled with a little bit of a cloud. Okay. And so you guys were silhouetted backlit from the street lamps. Aww. And it's just you and yeah. Adam Ray. And it looks like the <laughs> intro to a movie. <laughs> and for some reason, you both were walking slow motion. And then sure. you got close. That's what we do. And there was this, all this water was around us because some uh, hose had broken. Yeah. And Adam stopped. Hose, hose as in the water hose, not like. Not like girls. Not like a girl's hoe water no, broke. It wasn't like, like a girl who was like, oh my God, there's a sexy dwarf and she was just yeah, yeah. juicing Gush. the streets. Yeah, exactly. She wasn't just, she wasn't <laughs> leaking from her lady biscuit. It wasn't the river wild. No, no. it wasn't the river wild. <laughs> It was just a faucet that was broken street, just <laughs> yeah. like one of those little those little uh, hoses. And so Adam stopped in front of the water, and he yeah. bent. No, didn't say anything. Yeah, bent down. Yeah, you got on his back. Yeah, and he carried you to safety. Yes. He rode over the puddle. <laughs> People don't do that. It's the equivalent of a dude laying his jacket down for a girl. Yeah. like yeah. I was dying. I was laughing so hard. Puddles can be very dangerous to little people. <laughs> you don't know how you, you don't know how deep those things are. It can happen. All of a sudden, you're like, I'm splashing around, having a good time. Now I'm in the middle of a moat, <laughs> and I have no, and I have no idea what's going on. A moat. 
Yeah. So it, oh it, 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 it was very helpful. Here's here's my one. No, I, a question just popped in my head. I had yeah. an image. Um, have you ever been on stage and somebody's heckled you because of you being a dwarf or saying something that had to do with you being oh, a yeah. dwarf? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Totally. Um, well, okay. Here's one of the best, my best heckle stories. And I was in uh, Edmonton, Canada. Alberta, yes, yeah. the mall of America, the mall, yes, the huge mall, the huge mall with a water with the, slide, with, with, with Paola, a pirate Pablo, ship, Pablo the the seal, yes, who does shows every day. That poor fucking seal, right? And they have like a the amusement park inside. Yeah, they have yes. a, like a little mini Sea World in there. Yes. And then, um, so I'm at that comedy club, and I, I I I said some joke, and here's how polite Canadians are. They are very polite. Cause I I said some joke, and this guy was drunk, and he just yells out. Yeah, it's probably over there by your pot of gold. And then I and then I look over at him with just a death stare. And then he goes, "I'm sorry about that. Eh? I shouldn't have said that to you. That was messed up. Here, uh, go on with your show." He <laughs> he apologized <laughs> after he heckled. I love you, Canada. I love you, Canada. Yeah, can the, the Canada is the only place that would happen. Yeah, the guy literally apologized. I'm sorry about that. Eh? I should not. Have said that. <laughs> I shouldn't have yelled that out to you. You're trying to do your thing and all that. No, you I'm. You sound really good. You're really Canadian. Uh, oh, okay. Well, okay, I freaked out um, Andrew Santino the other day uh, at the roast battle. Cheeto. Be- yeah, uh, Cheeto Santino because <laughs> we were judging the roast battle, and before the roast battle, they do the Canadian national anthem, and I'm and when they and they when they were singing it, I was singing. I know every word of the Canadian national anthem. Why? Because I watched hockey as a kid oh, okay. religiously. That's right. you love I'm a huge hockey guy. Yeah. So I'm just sitting, sitting there like, God, keep our land. And like, <laughs> Cheeto's looking at me like, wait, are you a spy? Like, what's happening here? He's like, and, and he told me, he's like, I didn't know you were Canadian. I'm like, I'm not. I'm from Orange County. I just watch a lot of hockey. So yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I, I've always liked the Canadian people. Uh, they are pretty. Yeah, so, they're good people. And I played Except hockey. For Justin Bieber. Right. Uh, and I played hockey when I was a kid, and I had the same coach like every year. So when, when I do a Canadian accent, I'm just doing his voice. You're like, doing a specific person. Yeah, I'm just doing an impression of uh, Doug Duxbury. Uh, who? Yeah. <laughs> That's not his name. That that is his name. Come on, Duxbury. Come yeah, on. and and his company is Duxbury Drilling. The man loves D's. <laughs> yeah, so do I. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, now I'm uh, Doug Duxbury. You can come on there. I, uh, if you have like some clogged pipes or something, I could put the drill down I would in love there Duxbury and just to uh, unclog my pipes. You want, uh, if, if you need Doug Duxbury to come unclog your pipes, I can go do that. Just, oh, I, you don't even have to pay me. Uh, just make sure you have some Timmy Hortons there for me. <laughs> Timmy Hortons. <laughs> oh yeah, you, you, you know you know about Timmy. You what know do you about get Timmy, there Timmy Hortons? You uh, you get a coffee and a donut. <laughs> a donut? <laughs> yeah, a donut. What do you call it? Doug Duxbury. <laughs> do, uh, uh, if only it had a damn do- a damn donut shop. <laughs> Doug, Doug, Doug Duxbury Donuts. I can't even say it. It's a tongue twister. Yeah, exactly. Jesus. Oh, God. Pray to God. So, yeah, that that was uh, that was my uh, Canadian influence there. Uh, That's pretty impressive. You know, the yeah. whole... I don't even know our... You don't know our national anthem? No. Oh, so if, so if ever there's an opportunity where they say, hey, do you want to sing the national anthem there's before be that before a game? If the game, people would leave the stadium. Oh, I, I don't think anthem. so. <laughs> to, like, okay, like for guys, guys all want to throw out the first pitch at a baseball game. We all want to do that. Yeah. That's like every guy's bucket list. Is there, like, what's something that's on every girl's bucket list? Like. For me, it's to um, bone Joe Magnagajigalos. Who's that? Is that a the guy, guy from high school? <laughs> 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 the guy who's married to Sofia Vergara. Oh, really? How do you say it's Benangla? I don't know who he is. Joe Menanglio Jello. 
Sure. That sounds like a Joe, flavor. Joe. Oh, you put the jello pudding and you're married you put to the jello pudding Sophia Vergara. <laughs> the things I would do to her after I gave her a drink. My bucket list is to sleep with everybody on Magic Mike Double XL. <laughs> Even Kevin Nash? Yeah, Kevin Nash. Kevin no. Nash is like 58 years old you know and he's like seven feet tall. He might have like a Roth IRA he's about to get ready to dip out of. <laughs> Wow, well I done. I get that Roth IRA money. Wow, well done. I can tell you're doing well. Because if you're doing well, you know what a Roth IRA is. No no one no one that's pulling $800 a week headlining the funny bones is like talking about Roth IRAs. You're, you're making that Roth IRA money. Well oh done. Oh, my God. Well done. <sighs> you know what? No, I take it What's, back. What? Uh, I, I, I take back judging that you would sleep with... Kevin Nash, because here's a fun fact about this guy. Uh, Kevin Nash, uh, who is in Magic Mike um, XXL and a famed professional wrestler, uh, also played the Super Shredder in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, Secret of the Ooze. The real Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, back when we were kids, not... Michael Bay. Not Megan Fox. Yeah, not Megan Fox. Michael Bay, computer-generated turtles. Commercials. Go fuck yourself. A one-long-ass Coca-Cola commercial. Exactly. Yeah, no, not that. Uh, The real one. Yeah, he was a super shredder that knocked down the pier in the end. Like, Yeah, so you would bang him just for that story. Yeah, just for that alone. Absolutely. Who's your celebrity crush? Oh, my celebrity crush. All right, like, I was the guy when when I was in junior high and first started, like, you know, noticing goyles. Just looking around in the Asia. Dark goyles. a goyle. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Um, my celebrity crush at the time was uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And to this day. Because you're a titty man. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm a huge titty guy. Her body's a wonderland. It, it, that's who this song is written about. I know. This song, that song, Your Body's a Wonderland, is it's written a- about Jennifer Love Hewitt from John Mayer. Um, and, I, and I got to meet Jennifer Love Hewitt. One time, I was at the Taco Bell next to the Warner Brothers lot. You're so good. And I was stopping there before before meeting. and $2 taco. I look behind me, and Jennifer Love Hewitt is in line at the Taco Bell. And I'm just like, How long what? ago was this? This was maybe five, six years ago. And I went blank. I, you, I, didn't say, you couldn't talk to her? I could not talk to her. I've, she would have talked to you. I've, I've talked to Don Rickles, and that was the most – intimidating thing ever and like but and i've talked to robin williams i could not talk to jennifer love hewitt there's something about like your first yes of course i regret it because now she's married and popped out kids and uh, she's gross now it's just ruined (laughs) it's just (laughs) everything's ruined once was is destroyed oh it's ruined the land has been demolished it's like going back and trying to uh, feel good about a rainforest once the plow came through and knocked everything down. It's like like trying to re-irrigate a dried land. No, it's just not going to happen. There's no more fertile soil. But I would still, if she for some reason broke up with her husband and called me up and was like, hey, I saw your special fun size, which is now streaming on the Showtime Anytime app. Uh, (laughs) If you ever called me and told me that, I'd be like, you know what? I'm in. I'm d- yes, I, 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 absolutely. Just for old time's sake. Like, have you ever, um, have you ever, uh, like maybe someone in your from your high school, like even if they got ugly or even if they're a loser now, did you, did you, did you ever bang them just for <laughs> Jessime from high school? Like, do it just for that person? <laughs> like, you know what? Jessime from high school yeah. would want me to do yes, this. Yes, yes. There's always those people. You're like, you know what? 
I need this is one notch I need to yes. to, to to notch. A- a- absolutely. This is one little etch I need to sketch. Ugh, I've had I a couple. I haven't co- done that ever. Oh, I've had a couple of those and they are the best. It, but it, those victory fucks are nice. Oh, there's the well, they're the, it, just the word victory fucks. Yeah, like, it's a great. That should be our album title. Vict- oh, victory fucks. Or, or a band name maybe. <laughs> the victory fucks. Yeah, uh, I would. T- if you knew that victory fucks was playing the side stage at Coachella, wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't you go see them? People would go see if you just saw the name Victory Fox. Okay, done. People would go. Done. We would sell out on our name alone. Absolutely. So yeah, uh, she she was my old school celebrity crush. Is she your new school one? And she can't. I mean, she's not. I don't know I who mean, the homegirls probably living off of Seventh Heaven. What 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 show was she in? Uh, she Ghost was Whis- Party Five. Party Five. That's right. Party of Five. Then, Ghost Whisperer. Ghost Whisperer. The Client List. Well, she's had a couple of hits. She's had a couple of hits, which I I'll rattle off to your you her entire damn IMDb page. I'm <laughs> I'm a fan of J Love. I hope she has a Roth IRA because you got to make that oh, money last. Oh, got to make that money happen. This, this industry is rough on women. Um, cur- currently, currently, I would I would have to say, and it, and she's a mom too, but I but I've seen her. Uh, I love Hillary Hil- Clinton. Hillary Duff. Okay. Oh, I was joking, and I said Hillary Clinton. Yeah, I know, and I thought when you said Hillary, I was like, wait, does she know? That How is d- so weird. I was joking. I said Hillary Clinton, and you said Hillary, Hillary Duff. Duff. We have done that so many times where we say shit at the same time. <sighs> we do. Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. She's you- single. Yeah, I know. And she's, she's, on on the, she's on Tinder. She's on Tinder. I could totally, like, she you seems accessible. Her. I could totally swipe her. She's oh. accessible and vulnerable. Oh, come on. Okay, you had, all right. I can help Hillary you Duff, up. you had a hockey player. You were married to a hockey what player. What happened? I don't know, I, I know what happened, but he's a big, strong dude. He's like, he's, to- he's like totally intimidating. Not not me, Hillary Duff. Four foot four. You're safe. You're safe with me. I can't do anything. You're you're the alpha. You're so safe. I'm the I'm the safest thing ever. And I I, I think that's why a lot of girls like me because they know like if for any reason they just it, the switch gets flipped and they want to say no, you you can with a dwarf. You you, you can simply be like no. And if the guy keeps going, just flick him off you. You know, <laughs> get out of here. Um, Whereas if it's like a really tall dude, you're like, you know what? No, I I don't want to do this anymore. It's like, well, he's still he's, he's now he's dwarf, on top. Gotta, yeah, now it. it's like he he could be dominating. But yeah, with me, you you, so you can always say no. Can't rape. That's what you're saying. We that was a joke in my special. We cannot. That's hilarious. It is impossible if you if a dwarf oh. ever tries, just put your hand out straight, palm <laughs> palm to forehead, and just let him wave. Oh, let him wave God. in the wind. He'll he'll he'll. Power, uh, <laughs> a damn, a damn windmill. I love that both of your your celebrity crushes are barely working right now. <laughs> You're well, like, yeah. I like girls who are, you know, I like not em. really doing I, the damn thing. I like them, like You're not like Beyonce. You're like, I like her assistant. No. Yeah, At, uh, Solange. Give me Solange. <laughs> Don't give me Beyonce. Give me Solange. Uh, give me Michelle. Yeah, Michelle Williams. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, like hit your peak and then, and then come be back on, down. Th- be on the way down. <laughs> And then you're seeing me rise, and you're like, okay, that's you know, who I want to hitch my wagon to. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not going to be like Sofia Vergara or Scarlett Johansson or, like, anyone who's got the stuff no. that's, like, going on right now. No. I mean, I mean, sure, Emily Ratajkowski would be just <laughs> unreal. Emily Ratajkowski. You're, you're like, I want Blossom. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I blanking on her name? Why am Malik? I – uh, Maya Bialik. Maya Bialik. Mablik. Mablik sounds like a first-round draft pick for the Carolina Panthers. They took they took Mablik in the first round. It's a good pickup. 
he's got he's he's got he's, a strong listen, forty time. Malik does really really strong, really strong <laughs> athlete. You're you're crushing on Soleil Moonfry. So oh, but have, have you seen Soleil Moonfry? She's great. She's gorgeous. She's got a cute baby. Yeah, she got the tits reduced, but it's okay. We'll, we'll get past that. <laughs> it's okay. You know what? I'm willing to make certain sacrifices we'll for that. the right starlet from the '80s. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> Punky pride, punky power. You know Done. who my guy is. Oh, I, you literally know who my I guy is. I literally know your guy, and that drives you insane. You. Th- th- how how mad does it make you that I know John Stamos? How mad does that make you? It's, it infuriates me. <laughs> that I've had multiple interactions with John Stamos. Well, t- tell me how you met him, because you, you met him when you met Don Rickles. Uh, no, 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 no. Oh, wait, that was separate. Yeah, it was... Uh, no, you met him at this... Um, I met him at that. Uh, the event. Right? Yes. I met him. What, what was, what was I it for? I met John Stamos at Kevin Bean's April Foolishness uh, at the Gibson Amphitheater, April 7th, 2012. That's when I met John Stamos. You met John Stamos 2012? Yes. Uh, because I was do- on, uh, for those of you who don't know or not from L.A., April Foolishness is a huge comedy show that the Kevin and Bean show out here, uh, and they're the morning show on K-Rock the biggest rock station here. They do a big comedy show every year, Kevin Bean's April Foolishness. Uh, I, I was on it my first time in 2012. Bob Saget was also on the show. Uh, Bob Saget brought with him John Stamos because they hang out. They're, you, they're, Bob Saget and John Stamos are Brad Williams and Adam Ray. They are. They're legit friends. <laughs> it's awesome. They're so cute together. Uh, and all of a sudden, Stamos, not, not Stamos, uh, Saget runs up to me and just like, no, I've barely talked to Saget, just like in passing at the Laugh Factory and stuff. And he literally like grabbed me and was like, you have to come meet John Stamos. And he was telling me that. Because Stamos has a fear of little people, <laughs> and just I'll take I'll I'll give the listener oh a second God. to let that to let that digest. I can't believe that's a real thing. That's a real thing. I've seen it multiple that? times. I mean, okay, now here's my question: When yeah. people have a fear of dogs, it's because there's a, an adverse memory right. of an attack. They were attacked by okay, a dog. Okay, so as a what kid. is the per- how? I don't know. Maybe their parents like like taped their eyes open like Clockwork Orange and made them watch Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, I have no movie. favorite movie. That's a damn good one. Yeah, uh, probably why we get along so well. Um, <laughs> so may, so he just he grabs me. And he's like, you have, you have you have to come meet Stamos. And Stamos, um, like he's got this fear. He's got this fear of little people, and apparently it's a known thing. Like in, I didn't know it in the Hollywood circles. It's a known they thing. They must. Ju- they must like. F- yeah. Fuck with him about it. Oh, to the point where it, um, when it, it was one of his birthday parties, and I found this story out a couple months ago. At one of his birthday parties, um, his ex-wife, uh, Rebecca Romaine, she, like, hired a bunch of dwarves to, like, run in and sing him happy birthday, and he got pissed. Like, he was so mad. Like, it is such a weird, like, fear and phobia. I want to yeah, know what the root cause I, of it is. I would love to know, and but he won't tell me because he knows that I'll talk about it. Uh, so, um, so I like I run up behind John Stamos when he's not paying attention, and I grab his leg and I start humping his leg. And, and Bob Saget's watching. And Bob Saget's watching. Probably all, crapping his pants. Oh, dying laughing, and like. Stamos looks down and sees me and just like freaks out. Do you feel a genuine fear from Stamos? Absolutely. But at the same time, we're backstage in an area where there's a lot of people. 
and he knows this isn't exactly a good fear to have. So he freaks out, but then tries to save it. Like he he's like, he's like, oh, 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 hey, 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 there, what's up? Like, and he's trying to like, but it's, it's that like uncomfortable, like, what's going on? What are you doing? I'm just looking up, like, something your leg, dude. And, <laughs> and like, I'm just, and he's freaking out. And I have a picture of us the very first night we met, and like, it shows his face, and you see his face. He's scared. <laughs> he is legit afraid. Is it weird that the that? When I meet him, I'm going to do the same thing. <laughs> and he'll like, also be just as equally as afraid. <laughs> he, he should be. He absolutely should be. Um, so, and but we talked that night, and like he kind of, he kind of let me in a little bit, but then not really. Yeah. He, he said he was. He said like, no, it's just a story. It's a wives' tale. I'm not actually afraid of little people. Like, and I go, all right, I believe him. But then uh, I ran into him again uh, about a month ago at uh, Bob Saget's uh, charity. That's right. He has his charity. His uh, charity dinner for Scleroderma Foundation, which you absolutely support. Um, his sister passed away of it. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and and this is and this is an event. This this charity it's thing. A, it's a suit and tie, right? It's a suit and tie. Uh, Huge ch- donations to the charity. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the the here's who was there that I know of. Uh, there's still others that were there. Uh, there was a Queen Latifah there. I'm sorry, who? Uh, Queen Latifah. Not familiar. Um, <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel was there. John Stamos. Uh, uh, Bob Saget, obviously. Don Rickles was there. Jeff Garland. Just uh, huge. Jim Gaffigan. John Mayer played. John Mayer did a three-song wow. set. I can't stand um, his face when he sings, though. Oh, well, yeah, because he... Yeah, it looks like he's, he's got gas pains. Right. Like, he's just, like, contorting. Like, his insides are slowly being turned inside yeah, out. Like, like, like ha-ha. He's <laughs> passing kidney stones yeah. while he sings. <laughs> you sound just like him. Yeah, uh, just like him. Um, I can't believe you saw Stamos. Um, this is so, when I started to be right. violently angry at you. <laughs> violently angry. Right, right. So, you saw, so I saw him, and uh, Saget runs up to me again and goes, did did you see Stamos? He's here. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, you, you got you, you got you got you got to do it again. Stamos such an a- or St- such an asshole. Oh yeah, he knows it. And then um, Sag, and then here's where I really realized this wasn't just a prank and like this is a deep rooted fear of John Stamos, because Saget's daughters were there and they came up to me. They're like, dude, you have to freak him out again. I'm like, wait, you guys know about this? They go, oh yeah, this is a thing. They're like, so cruel. Yeah, they're like he's legit uncomfortable around around little people and uh so he talked about it and then um and so then i ran up behind stamos as he was talking uh to i think i think jeff garland and just kind of grabbed him again and he looks down sees me freaks out again and just goes like we have to stop meeting like this (laughs) but then he's cool but then he immediately obviously the same thing where he's surrounded by people he's cool playing it cool and now he's and now he's joking around with me and like we're laughing. I've, I've, I've sent you the pictures. Yeah, you've sent me the pictures. You keep sending me the pictures. Yeah, I, I, send, I send you like a new picture every day. And then um, <laughs> and then uh, Stamos goes like, okay, Brad, we have to go walk in front of Jimmy Kimmel. And I go, why? He goes, because he always makes fun of me for this. Like, he always makes fun of me for being afraid of little people. I'm not afraid of little so people. So it's like a whole it's like, thing. It's just th- like, it, it, it's like the gerbil in Richard Gere. Like, like, it's like, still in there. Like, yeah, the every, gerbil is still in there. <laughs> everyone knows, but not really, but everyone knows. Um, so he, gra- he grabs me by the hand and walks me like he's walking me to school. And we walk right in front of Jimmy Kimmel. He goes, you see, Jimmy? I'm fine. I'm doing okay. 
I got one. And like, <laughs> did you like skip? Yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, I and I had my phone out. And I was I was playing the song, baby. Let me tell you about my best friend. Oh yeah, and everyone's <laughs> laughing. Um, and he could not have been nicer. He took a couple more pictures with me. I got him a picture with my sister because my sister like that was the only. A room surrounded by celebrities, and 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 she's just like, who do John, you think? John, John Stamos. Yeah, John, John Stamos, Stamos is the only one. John Stamos. Yeah. I mean, Don Rickles, a hundred percent. Sure. John Stamos. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got my sister a picture with John Stamos. I can't believe you. Yeah, and then you got mad at me for not like FaceTiming you at that. Yeah, point. I wanted you to FaceTime me. <laughs> my makeup artist went to some the the upfronts. Yeah. The in New York. Mm-hmm. It, what, what, I forget what show what network his show is on. I think okay. it's whatever network it is, and she had to take a picture and send it to me as well oh she met stamos because she met stamos too yeah is this weird now like everyone knows that it's your thing so everyone like takes pictures Every- of yeah stamos everyone sends send me and i'm like great so when am i going to be able to hang out with stamos right now has he ever responded to any of your many tweets oh yeah okay he's retweeted me and responded and all that yeah. okay so yeah. he, so he so he knows about he you he knows about me for you're, sure you're on the radar yeah yeah and now he's following you on twitter as yeah. well yeah he's yeah he's following me on twitter i know that because you told me 10 times mm-hmm. i i <laughs> Did I send you the screenshot of, of, of him saying yes. John Stamos follows you? Yes. You sent me the screenshot of the alert you get when you're verified. You get an alert to let you know when other verified people and you are such a good friend to do yeah, that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm the nicest. But see, that's how, that's how you know that we are friends. Because if we weren't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that to you. <laughs> but because I know we're friends, it's like, oh, I got to fuck with Jess and May. Perfect. This is fucked up. Yeah. Like, um, I can't wait to, to wrap you up. <laughs> As a gift, as a as my gift to John Stamos when we first start dating for his or his oh, birthday. Oh, it's gonna be so. I'm gonna fun. wrap you up. Hey, and have you pop out. Hey, he 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 left the last wife that did that. So he did. All right, maybe I won't. So maybe I, I won't. don't know. I don't, I don't know if you want to do that. Yeah, but maybe I won't go down that path, that same path. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but I I I just love that I run into him and then I get to mock you for it. It's so much fun. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Stand you. <laughs> Hang out. Wait, you know Mike Young though, right? Yeah. Comedian Mike Young. Hang out with him. Him. Him and him and Stamos are like. Listen, way, I want it to happen close. organically, Brad. I'm not just gonna latch on to somebody who hangs out with John Stamos. L- listen. So him and I can become. Listen. Lovers. God loves those. No, God helps those who help themselves. So. <laughs> You, gotta, you would know from your yes. first dwarf sex. Yes, exactly. So you got you got to put a little effort into it. You got you got to. <laughs> You gotta know what roles he's up for. You gotta hang out and in just, front of the f- and just go hang out in the casting. Yeah, you gotta hang out in front of the Full House house. <laughs> did, I've hung out in the Full House house way too many times. Did you see that? Did 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 you, did you see that picture? Yes, of the people who were in front, and he was right next to them. Yeah, I would be able to smell him like amateurs. <laughs> you're you're like you're like one of those wind talkers back in the day. <laughs> you're just like. There's a Stamos in the area. There's a Stamos in the area. We must go find him. <laughs> and you just like hold up a leather jacket and then whichever way the leather jacket blows in the wind, you're like, that way. No, I've got my honing dwarf <laughs> and I roll you out to go fucking get him for me. I will for you. <laughs> We're trying so hard to get him on the podcast. I'm trying, trying hard to get him on me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you're like, screw the podcast. Those things can succeed. Mics, mics are turning off. Yeah, when, we're shutting, we're shutting it down. <laughs> now, how long have you, have you had this crush? I mean, I'm OG. I'm OG status on it. Okay. Since Full House. So you're like, since the big mullet time. Since the big mullet. Since, yes. Okay. Jesse okay. Katsopoulos. So like, is, is, is your text tone, have mercy. <laughs> <laughs> 
should be. No, my text tone is whatever happened to predictability. Yeah. The, every time I get a text, the whole song plays. By the way, um, when I, when uh, I briefly lived in San Francisco for like seven months earlier in this year. I'm so glad uh, you're back. To th- thank you. I'm, I'm glad I'm back too. Uh, I took a radio job up there. I eh, found that morning radio wasn't for me. Didn't really like getting up at 4.30 in the morning. Didn't um, want to wake up at 4.30 in the morning to tell you what's going on in the world. Ugh, talk like that. Uh, <laughs> but the first thing I did when I went to San Francisco is I went to, it's it's called the Three Ladies. Those are the three homes when, yes. they're, ha- when, when they're having the picnic in the intro. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the first place I went to. And like... Had my friend film me while I have my phone playing the Full House theme. <laughs> you went all out. Like a jackass. And, and all, all the locals are just around going, really? You know, people do that every single day. Yeah, you're every not, day. You're not a bad person for doing okay, that. good. That's an American thing to do. I'm it proud is. of you. Yeah. God bless America. Wait, the Star Spangled Banner? Yeah. Our country Nope. Today. Okay, wait, wait, wait. God bless Nope. To she sees two shining. Nope, that's not it. No. No, it it starts off. Yep, yep. It starts off with the name of a Mexican man. Pedro. <laughs> no. Keep going. Bernardo. <laughs> Bernardo. <laughs> Julio Iglesias. Jose. <laughs> Can you see? Oh my God! I hope I can't wait. I can't wait for when you have your own network show, and then there's gonna be someone that pulls up this podcast and goes, "Right there, you want that damn Jessica May Peluso or whatever the fuck her name is? She didn't know the goddamn Star Spangled Banner. I'm not watching her on KTLA. I'm not. I, I'm not watching her show. She is on America. She doesn't know what Star Spangled Banner. There you go. I got it. I and then it stop out. now before you forget the lyrics. Stay, oh, stay, oh, stay, most. Can you see my tits in your mouth? Dom Irera and I have the star spang, the star spangled, the star banged banner is what we call it. Star, the star banged banner. The star banged banner. Okay. And it's just our version of the star spangled banner, but it's all perverse and swearing now but you know that one but you don't know the actual i, I think that might be the problem is that him and i have sung that one he actually is, there's messages of him singing that song in my phone That's where so he's funny. like oh cunts can't you see <laughs> by my musty ball fragrance oh, nothing funny. makes sense that's funny well this was a lot of fun brad Williams. are we done yeah how long do we go for We're for an hour really yeah is that is that what you typically do i usually, usually do about an hour now did you like an intro when you I do all that fun stuff you all yeah. you do all the fun Tell stuff. Tell people where they can find you, though. I usually do that, but since okay. we're here, right? Yeah, why, why, why your not? Showtime special. My Showtime special, Brad Williams Fun Size, uh, will be available on DVD soon from my website. Um, if you Which don't, is? If, if, if you don't catch one of the repeats on Showtime, but my website is bradwilliamscomedy.com. All my tour dates are on there. My podcast, the About Last Night podcast, I do with my husband Adam Ray. My and, husband as well. Uh, yes, uh, we're we're in kind of a weird Utah relationship going on. <laughs> he was but, a guest two weeks. Ago. Yeah, uh, and then uh, follow me on Twitter at Funny Brad. I try to tweet jokes throughout the day. Um, and now you're gonna be tweeting fucking Stamos. Yeah, I'm gonna be we should Stamos. we should tweet we should tweet tag tag tweet tag tweet Stamos. Okay, where we just like tag team tweet him. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> now, are we tag team tweeting him to try to get him to bang you to, or to be on my podcast or to do both? Just whatever we can. Just get, whatever. Just whatever happens. Let okay. it, let it, let the cards fall as they okay. may, even hey, if they're on your balls. You can't, you, you can't control the Stamos. You can't control the Stamos. You can't, you, you, you can't control that. If I, anyone can, you can. I can. Of fear. I've harnessed the power. <laughs> I've harnessed the power of Stamos. That's a huge power that a lot of 30-year-old women are jealous of. See, in the next Avengers movie, uh, I'm, I'm going to spoil the plot for you. Like now, everyone's talking about how they have the Infinity Stone uh, and right. the other stone was in Guardians of the Galaxy. They're mm-hmm. like, okay, all, all these stones help you have the powers of the universe. I have the power of Stamos. That's the spoiler. It's me in the next Avengers <laughs> movie. Just with the power of Stamos, I'm the villain. And all the Avengers... You're just hanging on to him. And all the <laughs> Avengers have to fight me. And then, like, but I just ha- I, I just show them Stamos, and then <laughs> and they're just, like, "Oh, we can't. We're weak in his, in his weak. presence." The Hulk can't Hulk up when Stamos is there because the Hulk has to be angry, and you can't be <laughs> angry, angry when John. Stamos? No, you can't be angry when John Stamos is around. <laughs> it's impossible. The power of Stamos. The power That's of Stamos, be your next baby. Comedy special. I want that one. Yeah, and the also power the name of my pussy. <laughs> Jessamay, I love you. I love you too, Brad. Cause it's hard to survive when you're living in a concrete jungle and these girls keep passing me by. She looks fly. She looks fly. Do not pat a dwarf on their head, you dicks. Who is out there doing this? Patting little people on their head. People are just dicks. They're just dicks. And they're the same people who don't think gay people should get married. Married. Well, you know what? There's going to be some gay dwarfs out there that are going to be married, and they're going to be chasing John Stamos down the street. (laughs) And I'm going to be married to Peter Dinklage because he loves me for me. So every story has a happy ending, okay? That's how I look at it. Stop patting dwarfs on their heads, or Brad Williams will kick your motherfucking ass, okay? And I'll be right behind him to kick your ass as well and to kick you in the in the cunt (laughs) or balls (laughs) i am so delirious right now super delirious super super out of my mind fozzy's all drugged up he's happy he's sleeping we're waiting for carlin to come back from daycare or from being sat the sitter takes him when i'm gone on the weekends because everyone's afraid of pit bull boxers so I can't bring him anywhere with me because people act like he's a monster, even though he's never attacked anyone or any dog in his life. But uh, again, people, they just grab on to something that's been said and they spread it like wildfire. Nobody wants to learn anything. Nobody wants to be educated. They just want to read headlines on Facebook feeds and they take that as truth. Everyone's a bunch of dumb cunts. <laughs> Nobody wants to learn anything. Nothing. No. Nope. Everyone just wants to be, people just regurgitate what they're told. Bunch of dumb cunts. Let's stop that. How about that? Let whoever wants to marry, let everybody marry whoever the fuck they want to marry. If a man wants to marry a man, he can marry a man. And a woman wants to marry a woman, she should be able to marry a woman. Who cares? This is 2015. We got to move the fuck forward. Okay? I know. I feel confident that if I went to my parents and I was like, hey, you know what? I'm done with the D. I'm going with the V. My parents wouldn't even blink a lash. They'd be like, okay, do you. Whoever you fall in love with, you do you. I'm not saying I'm in love with a woman. I've never been with a woman. But I'm just saying I support it wholeheartedly. And I support little people too. I support everybody except for cunts. That would be my political stance. 
I support everybody except for cunts, and the majority of the cunts are in political office. So how about that? Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> uh, I watched a movie this week, one movie. It was Big Ass Spiders on Netflix, or Big Ass Spider, uh, with Ray Weiss, who was also in that um, TV show Heroes. I really love him. He's really funny, and you guys should watch that shit. It's like... It's almost like a sci-fi movie. It's not the 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 special effects are kind of laughable, but the acting is what kind of carries this movie. Ray Weiss is so funny in this shit. I I don't know what is wrong with me that I love these ridiculous movies. I I don't know what my deal is. I'm really just it, it's got to be because of my dad. We watch these movies together and it, it's just I find pure joy in sh- in crappy movies. I don't want to call this a crappy movie because it's not really a crappy movie. I've seen a lot of crappy movies. But Big Ass Spider came out 2013. And it's just a fun... The the, the two lead characters are hilarious. I think it's it's got to be Ray Weiss. Is that the guy's name? No, no. Ray Weiss... He's, that, I, I got that wrong. Ray, Ray Weiss is a character actor who was also in a movie that I recommended called The... Um, Oh, what was that movie when it's like there's like a hole in it? There's the below, the bellow. Oh, I, f- I think that's the name of the movie he was in. I'm gonna IMDb him real quick. He's a character actor. I I'm, I um, mixed that up. I'm I'm thinking of this other dude. Ray Weiss was in. Damn, what is the name of that fucking movie that I recommended before? I think it was the be- the below. Where he, he's like this crazy dude. And, and there's like, his son is deformed. But the other guy that I'm talking about that was the lead of this is Greg Grunberg. Yes, Greg Grunberg is so funny in this. And Lombardo Boyar, who plays his like cohort. there It's just, the shit is hilarious. Those two together, it's really, really, really funny. So uh, I watched this shit alone in my hotel room. It was a good one. I enjoyed it. And we still have to figure out. I got to figure out how to make this movie thing work. I wonder if I can periscope with you guys. If I periscoped a movie and I just sat there and you guys are just chilling. Chilling with me in my living room watching a movie with me on periscope. I don't know if I'd do the whole damn thing. But I mean that would be kind of fun. Or creepy. It'd be funny. It'd be fun and creepy. I'm, I mean I'm willing to go there. We'll see. We'll, we'll see what the hell we can do with these movies but I I watch them all the time and I just don't want to watch them alone because Fozzie's really not fun to watch movies with so I'm gonna have to figure this shit out Uh, if somebody can remember what movie Ray Weiss was in that I recommended I'm trying to look it up but I don't even fucking see it on the internet where the hell is this I don't know okay I can't fucking figure it out I did do a caption contest I posted a picture of me and my dog Carlin and Carlin jumping up in the air I did it on Instagram and I also did it on my Facebook fan page and four people I chose off of my Facebook fan page. You guys said a lot of crazy shit. Some of it was funny. Some of it was horrible. Um, but there was some funny stuff. Ange John, I'm, I'm assuming it Ange is short for Angela, Patrick Martin Huerta, Edward Alanez Jr., Alanez Jr., and Katie Harris. I'm going to hit all you guys up. You said some funny shit on my Facebook fan page. So you're going to get tickets to come see me in my Jess America tour that I'm still on. Hitting up cities all over the country. I have a 10-day break right now. But the next 
per, uh, show I have is going to be in Dayton, Ohio at the Funny Bone, July 9th, 10th, and 11th. And then I'm in Virginia Beach at the Funny Bone there, July 24th, 25th, and 26th. I'm at the Calusa Casino in Calusa, California on the 31st of July. And then Atlanta, Georgia, the end of August, 27th, 28th, and 29th. Just America Tour. You can go to the Funny Bones to find me there. Um, You can just send me a message on Facebook If y'all want some more information, I try and answer as much as I can. And whatever I can't answer, my assistant Liz Perez answers. So there you go. And if there's any hot dwarfs out there that are single, hit your girl up. Okay? I don't discriminate. I'm an equal opportunity fucker. Absolutely. Congratulations to all the gays in the world. Well, in America. um, I I think it's a beautiful thing. So, you know, there's going to be a lot more divorces out there. But hey you know what? You have a right to divorce now too. Congratulations. And I found a perfect clip on, on the interweb, the worldwide interweb. It's a little bit older of a clip. It's, it's about six, five or six years old. And it's a clip of Wanda Sykes talking about her viewpoint on gay marriage. And I thought it was a good little button for this week. Sharp Tongue Podcast, episode 13. You guys keep me alive. You give me life. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you next week. (coughs) Digging up the marrow. That's what it's called. With Ray Weiss. Son of a bitch, I knew I'd remember it. Directed by Adam Green. Digging up the marrow. That's what I thought. I got mixed up. Ray Weiss is in that. Okay? So, I don't want to, you know fuck everything up. I just rem- I just forget details sometimes. So don't everybody scream at me. Everybody stop yelling. Okay? Gren- Greg Grunberg is the lead of Big Ass Spider and Digging Up the Marrow is with Ray Weiss. Bam! I still love you. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand. How does someone else's marriage affect your marriage? It's ridiculous. You know, like, uh, really. If your marriage is fucked up, it's because you fucked it up. <laughs> what, 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 are straight couples in marriage counseling now? Like, you know, we just ain't been working together since uh, Bill and Ted hooked up. <laughs> just, we just can't get along, you know. Like, and I, I didn't know, we gotta protect marriage. That's what they say. We gotta protect marriage. You know, I don't think same-sex couples, I don't think that's the biggest threat to marriage. I think the biggest threat to marriage is divorce. Man. That's what fucked up my marriage. <laughs> so if they're so concerned about preserving marriage and it's so sanctity, you know, the sanctity of marriage, if they want to protect marriage, what they should do is ban divorce, right? Make marriage like the mafia. Once you're in, you're in. <laughs> hey, the, the murder rate will go up, but you know, we. Hey.